Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Good morning, Monday morning. Monday. Good morning. Lindsay and I were just saying we've never recorded on a Monday before and we're both feeling it. We're both feeling the Monday. (laughs) Coming to you rusty on a Monday, but we're here because it's the perfect time. Um, Yeah. Well, the, the honest truth is we really didn't have a date planned this week and then both of us were busy. So Monday it was. So yeah, got to take what you get. Totally. I don't mind it now that I'm up, but when my alarm, well, that's how it always is. It's like anything that feels tough. Like once you're up or once you get to the workout or once you do the thing, it's not that bad. You know, it never is that bad. I know, but I felt like when my alarm clock went off this morning, it was like a practical joke. I'm like, no, it's three in the morning. It cannot be time to get up. So I wasn't even that conscious. I was like, what is that noise? Like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> and then I turned it off. I turned it off and I, I went back to sleep, which I don't normally do, but yeah, I did. And I woke up at five 30 and I was like, Oh, I got to make coffee. I need to slurp my coffee. So she's still doing it. I got it. Here we are. Um, how was your weekend? Our weekend was so fun. We had like just the best weekend. I, um, I actually worked Friday at the hospital, which I hadn't done in like three weeks. And I, you know, as much as I don't love working at the hospital, I find that right about the two, two and a half week mark, if I haven't gone and done something that's adult-like or for myself, even though I don't consider going to work like for myself per se, it feels Sometimes it feels like an obligation. This Friday, it felt like a necessity. Like I needed out of the house and I needed to go do like an adult thing where I could use my brain in an adult way. And it was very much needed. And so honestly, that I feel like set my weekend up for success because I just was able to step out of the house. Um, What a plot twist. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so, and it helps that it was like a nice shift at the hospital. Sometimes it's so crazy that I don't enjoy it, but I did. Um, and then Saturday we got a new baby goat and we picked her up and she's so sweet. Mm. She's like, she's like a real goat. And I say that because I realize now that our previous goat that we've had for about two months, I've if you follow me on Instagram, I've posted this a couple of times. Like he thinks he's a dog. He really does because he grew up with the great Pyrenees that we, that we have. So they came from the same farm, Charlie and the Pyrenees came from the same farm and they've always been together. And I just think that Charlie thinks he's a dog. Like he, he hikes the land with us. He doesn't make a lot of noise. He like jumps up on my lap, like a dog. Like he thinks he's a dog. And I knew that, but then when we got this new goat on Saturday, this goat 
came from a farm where she's like an actual goat. She's been with other goats, not with other dogs. Like, and she, you know, that Taylor Swift spoof song, like with the goats screaming in it. Do you know that? Oh, it was like a what? remix that someone made. Um, uh, to I knew you were trouble when you walked in that oh. song. <laughs> when she goes like trouble 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 it's it's like a video or like someone put a goat voice in at that part and it's like anyway our new goat screams like that like often wow. and I'm like oh my god I never knew goats actually made that noise because our Charlie doesn't make any of those noises has been quiet that's funny yeah so it's been an adjustment because she's very sweet but she also makes a she's a goat and I feel like we just got our first goat this weekend um <laughs> so anyway so do the two well okay do the two goats hang now yeah they hang okay. and like yeah I, w- I wasn't sure like if they would just like automatically accept each other um because you know like cats are like mean when they meet but the goats they, they were sweet t- to each other except for charlie um our boy goat, he, the only time he kind of gets testy is when there's food involved. He kind of like butts her with his little horns to get out of the way, like oh, get out of his, out of the food. Yeah. So I'm feeding them separately for now, but they play together and they're sweet. I have to, I, this, this is something else I obviously, I didn't know either. They can like mate and breed as early as like six weeks old okay I was just thinking that when you said our boy goat yeah so is that the hope no the hope is not that because it's not healthy for their bodies to be um it's not healthy for the female to be pregnant and I don't probably not healthy for the male either to be impregnating the female when they're that young like they need to grow and fully mature and get to their you know healthy size before they before they're bringing new goat babies into the world so no and I ordered this (laughs) it's like a (laughs) Seth saw our Amazon order and he was like what what in the actual heck is this it's like a goat apron that Charlie will wear that just goes over his little little mister so no babies can be made a goat apron yeah a weenie protector a weenie protector so that is so funny who knew I mean I don't even know if it'll work like I feel like that's like I don't know but so we'll just have to monitor them and like they sleep in separate spaces and you know They'll just have to keep an no, eye on them, but, but, but probably like, as they get older, we'll actually have to separate them. They'll be in different, most legit goat owners separate their, their males from their females, unless they're trying to like get them pregnant. So wow, eventually now, yeah. okay. I know we're not going to talk about goats the whole time, but like the learning curve of the farm, since this is a mindset podcast, like, do you find it all like is it really fun right now or do you find it overwhelming learning all these things of how to add to your farm and all these little buddies yeah I mean it's it's both like I will never like 
I'm obsessed with smushing animals into my face. And so like if anytime I can squeeze a little baby animal and squish it into my face and love on it, like I'm in heaven. But at the same time, like, yeah, there's a lot to learn and figure out and um, things you don't think of, you know, and, and I'm sure we're going to make a million mistakes and we'll probably end up with a pregnant goat when she's like two months old and, and we'll be like, so sorry, you know, like, I'm sure we're going to make mistakes, but, um, you know, I, I try to be well read before I get the animals and I have been reading farm books for like over a year and I have a goat book that I need to like speed read on our trip that's coming up, <laughs> finish it. Um, so yeah, but People like, are like Christy, so do you far. have some summer reads you can recommend? And they're like, yes, the goat, the goat reading book. <laughs> they're all farm books. Joy. You're You'll like, love that. Um, <laughs> Real winner. Um, that's so yeah. Well, that's like, good. That's smart. I mean, I know you do, and I know you look forward to it, but I feel like reading about it and then putting it into action, being like, okay, it's time to get another animal. Yeah. And you're in charge of the farm tours like that's what you've taken on so yeah so yeah I, it's me I'm the yeah. farmer it's me yes so me I'm the farmer it's me oh <laughs> that's really fun yeah so that was How Saturday doing it? yesterday I did something that was awesome we just had a really fun weekend we were home we made pizza up on our ridge that's our, our family thing we did that Saturday night I jumped in the pond for the first time Saturday night which was murky but also so fun and then yesterday I went to a shooting range and took a gun lesson which like I don't know I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit today as part of our like podcast topic but I know that that could be oh yeah let's do that something I, that's I know what you're just saying yeah like controversial yeah. but I but that's I did that yesterday and I felt I don't know how I, it felt like a really big responsibility. Like I left there with a huge headache just because I think I was like emotionally like so wound up for those two hours that I was there. Um, but I feel so confident and good. And so that's cool. Yeah, we can chat about it in, in a little bit, but that's what I did yesterday. How was your weekend? What did we do? Our weekend was good. We, um, yeah, we did a cookout. My uncle and my cousin were in town from Buffalo, New York. So we got to visit with them at my parents. That was nice. Um, we were at the lake. We went for a minute. It okay. wasn't a big weekend there. We've spent a lot of weekends there, which has been really nice this weekend. But they came, they were visiting my parents. And so we okay. popped over to say hey. Gotcha. And then just kind of hung with friends. Um, it was good. Yeah. My house remains dirty because we've been frolicking about. So I feel like I need to tend to that at some point. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We're going, we're leaving on Wednesday to go to Michigan, like Traverse City area. And, um, you know, it's that whole thing. I don't know if you feel this way, but whenever I leave, I, for some reason, like feel like my house needs to be like in homorama condition before yeah. I leave. Um, and so it's like, you just become, I do at least become like a psychopath. And then I step back and I'm like, wait, why am I doing this? Like, I don't need to tackle that project that I've had on my list for three months today. Yeah, right I mean, now. 
Yeah. But for some reason, I think I do. Yeah, I get that. My mom was that way. I don't really feel necessarily that way. The only reason why, well, one, you want to come home to a clean house. That does feel good. But two, we have somebody watching our dog. So I feel like I need to have it. When I say dirty, it's not dirty. Just like kid stuff everywhere. That's what I mean. And I can't, I don't think that goes away until the kids go back to school. But um, yeah, I get it. You just want to leave on a lighter note and and just, yeah. Yeah. We also have someone staying here. And so I do feel like I need to clean for her, but then it's like, and I'm so thankful and I'm, I'm so thankful for her because if it weren't for her, we weren't, we wouldn't be going. You can't step away from farm life without someone stepping in. So, um, but then it's like, oh, then you come home and you feel like you have to clean again because someone else like used your toilets and yeah. slept in your bed. And so like, you kind of end up cleaning twice, which that is true. It's fine. It's all good. It's, it's all good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, it's funny. Cause when you think about vacations, you're like, ah, a break and it's like a lot of work to pack and then leading up to it and then it is really fun but it's like a whole thing <laughs> yeah it is a whole thing for sure uh, okay do you want to get yeah. into what we we're going to talk about today yeah which I have no idea where this is going to go maybe you do no I don't either I was thinking that same thing like this could go a million <laughs> different directions um and okay so kind of how this topic came up today let's talk about like I don't know. How do you sum this up quickly? Like, um, like spiritual practices and how they can be interpreted different by different religions or uh, like, okay. So let me just, that's probably, I'm probably botching that, but let me just say this. I had, I went to a, a yoga sound bath class. Do you know what a sound bath class is? They set up all these like gongs and um, I do. I have not been, but I know what you're talking okay. about. So I went to a yoga sound bath class a couple months ago and I posted a photo of the sound bath stuff on in my Instagram posted about it on my Instagram stories. And I received a message from a friend who actually has a podcast. That's like a huge, very successful podcast. <laughs> and yeah. she said, um, it's the minimalist mom's podcast is, is her podcast. So go listen to that. But anyway, she was like, Oh, I've always wanted to do that. But I worried that it was like, not Christian, not Christian appropriate for me to like do a sound bath. And I was like, Oh, I never even thought about that being like something that wasn't compatible. And then we kind of chatted. I, you know, told her my thoughts on it and then and then we moved on but then I was talking to Lindsay about it and she kind of mentioned that she's had you know some conversations like that and so then we thought we would talk about that today yeah um and and like we'll see where it goes I I kind of also wanted to talk about some holidays and how they tie into like Christian faith and and all the things guns like we're touching on all the yeah let's just do it all Well, and remember, I want to preface this by saying, like, I am not, I'm not like a Christian, um, religious leader of any sort. I do not know all the rules. I, this is just purely like anecdotal, like opinion, how I view it from my perspective. That is it. Take it or leave it. 
Yeah, just a convo about it. Well, I think too, like from my perspective, um, I remember several years ago, I got in a conversation about with some church friends who I love, but about how I loved doing yoga. And this was like years ago. And then I stopped for a while. And um, the conversation was kind of around like, because yoga has like Buddhist roots and, you know, other like religious roots, is that something that, you know, people should stay away from if they're specifically like from the Christian faith? And it was same thing as you. I was kind of like, eh, because I don't go into that practice feeling like I'm like doing anything like spiritual other than just like being there, being present, kind of meditative, stretching, like to me, it that's what I love is just like moving my body in that way. Um, and there's a lot of people that have this conversation, whether it's like on Instagram or books or po- like, it's a conversation. And I think like, it's a fine conversation, you know, what we read, what we do. Um, and again, it depends on what your faith is and what you, whatever our conversation today, Christy and I are talking about like, um, does everything have to be so rigid in terms of if you're practicing something like the sound bath or yoga, does that mean you have to bring like another religion into it? Or is it simply you're just doing that thing, enjoying it, and it's not that big of a deal? Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it's like, for me, at least all of these things are, excuse me for one second, but mindset based, like that's what they are. Like, you know, this is the mindset podcast. So I feel like this is the perfect time to talk about it because when I go to yoga, like, okay, let's talk about yoga for a second. I used to go to yoga, um, probably four to five days a week my senior year of college. And it was probably the most fit that I've ever felt in my life. And also the most like spiritually connected I've ever felt in my life. And I, I went as a way to move my body in a very healthy way. And, um, I never once thought of it as like anti-Christian or of Buddhist nature. I just went to move my body as a form of gentle exercise. And so my mindset around it was that I was going to move my body. But while I was there, I left feeling really spiritually connected in a religious way, but not to Buddha. Like I I just felt, you know, very nature inspired, very like at peace. Um, And just I just felt good I felt good yeah. and, and I, oh, go ahead. no no that's that's really all I just I don't know I just, I just think it's however you like however you view it like however you feel about it in your mind and in your heart what your intention is behind it I think that's where I don't know that's where you have to place your your eggs in that basket like this is just a form of exercise or you know. Yes. And so you saw your body feeling 
awesome. So that was your takeaway. So it was like, it made sense that that form of exercise was good for you. I think like the problem is, this is, I'm just going to get down down to it. The problem is for me in some of those circles, like extremely, like I want to say like with religious undertones and I'm not saying I have the right, right answer. Maybe I shouldn't be practicing yoga. I don't know. But I think sometimes when there are, like there is a rule book, you automatically have like a thought about specific things. Like I shouldn't do that. I should do that. I like, this is not, this does not apply to the things that I should be doing. And I think like, is it that rigid or did we make that up or did we hear that from somebody like what excludes certain things from being okay to do and yeah. like when I say that I think back to like think about like ancient Greek or Roman sports like everything evolved from that so does that mean that because they were initially in a ring, like fighting each other and wrestling that like wrestling's a bad sport? Like, I guess I just always have to take it back to everything. Like if the original roots of something wasn't for like, I mean, it was for entertainment, but it wasn't a sport as it is today. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think we were given a rule book, right? We, ha- we have the 10 commandments and Okay. So also Lindsay and I are reading the Bible, um, and reading the whole Bible this year. And that was Lindsay's, that was your new year's resolution, right? Yeah. And can I just admit slash confess that I am about 25 days off of where I was before. So I have some speed reading this month to do. Okay. Well, but we're still doing it. We're we're going to finish it. We're going to finish it out. So here's, I was having this conversation with my grandma the, the other week because, you know, we first started reading in the Old Testament and the Old Testament is kind of a doozy in some parts to read. And there's a lot of like stuff in there that no longer applies to us because Jesus came in the New Testament and um, we don't have to sacrifice lambs <laughs> anymore because Jesus came, praise the Lord. And, but there's also a lot of stuff in the old Testament that I, that I am confused about. Like the Bible does speak of like tattooing your body and like, you know, all these things that I don't know, like, how do you feel about tattoos? Like, is that like a no go? Cause your girl over here rocking about 12 of them. And Mm -hmm. I, again, feel like, I don't know. I just, well, what I will say is you should confess and you, no, I'm just kidding. You, no, like I, okay. I think my opinion on that has changed too. Not what it was never for me. It was never a spiritual thing. It was more of like a personal preference, like way back when, um, my husband has a tattoo. A lot of my friends have tattoos. I never say never, but I don't have a tattoo. I don't know. I guess I just don't look at things that extreme like that. Like, I'm not like, Oh that's like against, I don't know. It, to me, that's so intense. It is so intense. And it's I just, just I don't, think, I don't know, but I, I get mean, what you're saying. It does say that it does mention tattoos. In the Bible. Jesus was such, Jesus was such a simple man, right? He just loved, like that was his mission was to love others and help others to be a lover and a helper. And I just, I just think all these rules are kind of 
honestly, quite honestly, probably what turned people away from religion. And 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 maybe not everyone agrees, but I I know I just had a conversation with another friend who I love and respect dearly. And she has decided to step away from the church because she just feels like all these rules are like taking away from the the rules of the people in some of the churches are taking away from the meaning of Christ. And I, I see where she's coming from. I, I am not going to choose to step away from the church, but I see where she's coming from. I see her experience and it hasn't been good. And I know she's not alone in that experience. And I, I don't know. I just think we have to really be careful with, like you said, Lindsay, like having this desire to like make these strict rigid rules about things because it's not that simple. And I think well, sometimes or is it like fine that you make the rule for you because you don't like it, but then like let other people figure it out. I mean, if, you, if you really don't feel comfortable with yoga because it feels too Buddhist or antichrist for you, like if that's, yeah, sure. But like, I don't know, then it gets tricky because we were also taught from the Bible to go out and be disciples. And so why, so then that person is, is preaching what they believe to be true, maybe with good intentions, but is it true? And should that be something that, that people be, you know, saying out loud? Like, I, you know, I don't know. I just, well, it, I don't it, know. And I do think like every, like when it comes to churches or when it comes to different practices. I mean, they're not all created the same. So maybe the yoga class that like I go to doesn't feel overly like spiritual or anything. Maybe there are ones that are like very tuned in to something else. So maybe there is something for that. And I'm not saying there isn't, but, or churches, like there's some that get it pretty well and listen, people are human. So if you're going to church to expect perfection and everybody to be perfect, like you have I mean, unfortunately you're going to be disappointed. Like that's just not how it works, but there are one, there are certain churches that probably nail it more than others, you know? Um, but I think like, just like anything, if you're going to go and talk about something being right or wrong or whatever, I would challenge probably the person, like, have you participated in that sort of thing and have you been able to see what what it's actually like because if you did maybe you would feel differently maybe you wouldn't I don't know um I I think it goes back to like what I was initially saying is that I think sometimes we have these things built in up our head of like what's right what's wrong um and I don't think that's bad I just think we should be a little open-minded to be like maybe there's wiggle room there, or maybe, um, I don't know, I could grow and change my mind or not. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about like the Zodiac stuff? Um, Hmm. I don't really get into it. I do think if you're letting that guide your entire life, like that's definitely a little out there to me. Cause I'm always like, so how are the same people, everybody born in June have the same, <laughs> like, that's so interesting to me, 
But do I find some of it fascinating? Yeah. Do sometimes if I read something and it resonates, I'm like, that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I mean, mind reading it. I don't think it's like crazy dark, but I mean, if you're literally like taking that as Bible and following it, you might be led in a wrong direction because I feel like it's kind of like pretty broad. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think what you just said is key. If you're taking it as the Bible, like that's when you kind of go like too far. Like it's not your Bible. It's not your guiding light. It's just a little piece of information and whatever you can do with it, what you want. I, Mm -hmm. I also one time went to this, um, it was at our friend, our mutual friend's house. Um, Michelle Persichetti had this little party and, um, this, this girl came and she like did a reading for me. Like she pulled cards or I don't even know what the technical term the is for it. Thing? Kind of, but it, she said it wasn't that, but it was kind of that. And so anyway, I pulled these cards and then they just had pictures on them and she like deciphered what it meant. And like, I was like, oh, like, should I had a pause? I did pause. I'm like, should I be doing this? Is this okay? You know? And then she like read the cards to me and like, I don't know. I just, I, at the end of the day, it was just like information and I, I didn't get hung up on it. Like she pulled the death card and I was like, okay, like, okay, wait, no, I, I wouldn't like, like that. Well, she was like, like don't panic. It doesn't necessarily mean like death of a person. It could just be death of like, a chapter of your life. No. And I was like, okay, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I can go with that. Like that was like right when we were like moving out of the city. So I was like, oh yeah, death of the city, like goodbye death city. The, the city death, that card. <laughs> um, And then she like pulled this card and she was like, oh, and I was like, what? And she was like, you have a bag of money hanging over your head and you just have to reach for it and grab it. And then I was like, okay. And, and, and to be fair, like I think of that often because I'm like, Where's that money bag? Where's that money? Yeah. Am I going in the right path for that? And so like, maybe that's where I have to like, (laughs) I'm like walking around with my hands, just like Mm -hmm. grabbing up above my head. Like, where is it? Where is it? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And so like, maybe that's where like, you know, I have to be careful that I don't like dictate what I'm doing for that bag of money. Like I don't, I'm not worshiping that idea of like, oh, there's a bag of money hanging over my head. Um, I don't know. I mean, okay, here's so something that just like- came to my head though when we're you were talking. Okay. I think what you were saying about my it all probably depends on what kind of mindset slash wholeness we have going into things like this. So if you're going in a state where you are not whole or well, like mentally, spiritually, physically, whatever. And you go to somebody that's doing whatever, anything like that, like telling you stuff about your life or pulling cards, whatever, you're probably going to cling on to that more than if you're like in a good place. And then that's just kind of information. You're like, oh, that's interesting. Like, can't wait to see that money bag someday. Like, I just think that sometimes when we seek that out because we're grasping at stuff, that's when it could, I'm not saying it will, that's when it could feel heavier. Like that information could feel yes, heavier like we're lost, you know, identity so, off of it. Right. If you yeah. if you're lost and, and maybe you don't even realize you're lost. So maybe that's where these strict friends and rules come into play because 
you know, and because a lot of times when people are lost, they don't realize that until after the fact. So like, yeah, I get it. But I, I think you're exactly right. Like, it's just what your intention is. If you're looking for it, if you're grasping at straws, yes, it could become an issue. But if you're, but if you're, but if you got your cup filled up with Jesus and you're just walking into the yoga sound bath and you think it's just a beautiful sound, then maybe it's okay. You know, then it is okay. In my opinion, it is okay to sit and do yoga and hear a sound bath because at the end of the day, a sound bath is just a human, a sinful human banging on a gong. <laughs> the end. Yeah. It doesn't have to be more than that. It just can be just pretty sound. But, and just to be clear too, cause I've talked about like different religions before, like I'm fine. Like I would, well, I, I would be fine. I'm fine immersing myself in other cultures and other religious thing. Like I find that interesting and I like and enjoy hearing and listening and learning from other people who do. Absolutely. Than me. So yes. I'm not saying even if like, like I can appreciate that something is Buddhist or whatever and still not feel like that's my thing and that's yes. where I feel like the difference is it's like it doesn't mean that you're I don't know we're like you said we're all human and so people have there I don't know I just I feel like maybe I wouldn't have said this 15 years ago but the older I get the more I just feel like we're we've said this more like than different and yes. I like the human connection, um, no matter what. And so if I had the opportunity to be traveling or be among monks or something, like I would a thousand percent take that opportunity and explore it and see what that felt like and like be there. That yeah. doesn't mean that I'm going to switch religion. So I, when we were, when, when I was pregnant with Ruby, we did not find out the gender. And so we had, we were like picking out boys' names and girls' names for just in case. And one of the boys' names that I really liked was Cohen, C-O-H-E-N, Cohen. And I remember like looking, like I, I did this for Ruby too. Like I looked up the meaning of the name, yeah. you know, whatever. And and Cohen, I'm, I forget now, but has some sort of like Jewish tie like a Cohen is something in the Jewish religion and I apologize I forget but um I was on these like baby name forums mm -hmm. and people were saying like you can't name your baby Cohen that's so that would be like a total slap in the face to the Jewish community like it would be disrespectful to the Jewish community and I again was just like wait what like I had no idea and that wasn't my intention. And I really liked the name. But then after reading that, I was like, well, gosh, I would feel like really bad if I chose that name because I wouldn't want to offend some, you know, it just, yeah, I think there's just so many. Roles. But that got in your head because Jesus was Jewish. So like that doesn't make sense to me. And now, and then you're like, never mind. It's just easier not to do. <laughs> Right. And luckily we had a girl and her name is Ruby. Yeah. And so it all worked out, but I get what you're saying though, but that's what I'm saying. Somebody placed that thought in your head. Yeah, totally. So how do you feel about like, um, 
Is this a controversial podcast for you? I mean, I, I don't, I hope not. Like, it's pretty, we're like, we're, I, I can take it controversial. You want me to? I know what we can talk about that's really controversial. <laughs> let's take a break. And when we come back, let's talk about sex before marriage. Let's go there. <laughs> okay. Before we talk about that, though, I, I, let's talk about something a little bit more G rated. Oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> are you are you panicking over there um I okay how do you feel about like I again this is all personal choice but my brother-in-law who is a pastor um they have a young son and then they just had another son and and they are kind of like just opting out of Santa Claus and opting out of some of those things um which is cool. Like, Hey, again, to each your own, I totally respect that. Like do your thing. But then it, it gave me pause, like, Oh, should we also be opting out of that? Like, and we, we haven't, we, we do the Santa Claus thing. We do the tooth fairy thing. We do the, we do it all. We do all the things. And I don't know. All the lies. We do all the lies. And I did just tell a lie to Ruby this week because she lost a tooth and her tooth fell out and she found $10 in my purse and she questioned me about it. She said, is this my tooth fairy money? And I was like, no, like the tooth fairy brings your money, not me like that. And she, and she is so smart. She questioned me about Santa Claus when she was three years old. And I lied. And then she, she said, well, if this $10 bill has a little rip in it. And so if this rip is in my tooth fairy money, I'm going to know. Like she straight up was like, yeah, good thing. She said that yeah. she didn't keep that in her head. Cause that, yeah. Cause then, yeah. Also so, that tooth fairy is very generous. Well, okay. So I, I also talked about this on my Instagram, but the reason the $10 thing came up is because I don't carry cash and Seth sometimes has cash but it's usually like a 20 or larger bills um and so you're like you lost a molar you got a hundred that's all we had we had only ten dollars so then we just like made it up that the two front teeth were worth more and so she got ten dollars for the one front tooth and then when the other front teeth. you're just sitting on a throne of lies now I mean, really, we are. It's getting ridiculous. Oh, I'm teasing. Like we have a, an, a no, but still, seriously, like we have the stupid elf on the shelf that like is hidden so well. Like I strategically hide this elf so that you know no one ever Ruby would never find it because it's like a whole lie. Like when yeah. does that? When do we draw the line there? And like, am I doing something wrong? You know, are we teaching our child not to trust us by telling these lies? You know, I, I, I battle with this in my head. I know. I don't have the answers, um, obviously, <laughs> but I get it. Do you, but you guys do Santa, you guys do all the lies. You're, you're a liar too. <laughs> sort of. We're like, actually just like even worse. Cause we just dismiss it. Um, when Zeke was little, like my parents were huge on like specifically Christmas and Santa and Easter Bunny. Like those were, but like Christmas was a big deal, like Santa. Um, and so I grew up with that being like, and super fun. Like I really enjoyed it, but because I battled with that whole idea of like, oh, 
do I want Santa Claus to be like the main event of the season? Blah blah blah. Are we gonna do it? We did Santa not is the it. reason for the season. Yeah. We didn't like not do it. We went to see Santa and I it wasn't, but we didn't overly make it a huge thing, nor did I. It's I don't know. I guess I should say probably I don't know, whatever. Long story short, we didn't really write santa on a lot of the gifts either i didn't make it a big deal but i didn't say like we don't believe in santa you know i wasn't hardcore that way either um zeke was much like ruby he asked very pointed questions very young yeah and so i just kind of said like well what do you think and you know um I don't know. I felt like we tried to have fun with it, but we weren't overly like Santa's coming tomorrow. And here, right. so I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You bet. Santa's watching. You better behave. I've. I. I didn't always, do any of that. I I've like never that. liked that. That's where I draw the line. I'm like, I'm not gonna like shame my child into like behaving because Santa's. Well, because I think it's kind of the same thing. If you want to take it back to the religious thing, if you constantly say like whatever whoever it is like if you're if you are a christian and you're saying well this is a sin and da, 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 which it is but kids just formulating that in their brain and understanding and allowing kids to be kids and making mistakes like there's kind of like it's tricky to me because yes do we all have sinful behavior yes but as an adult like you can regulate that so i feel like there is an element of and I am no pro I have messed up a million times but there is an element of bringing in something else to shame your kid whether that's Santa or Jesus or whatever that to me feels a little dicey remember those what would Jesus do bracelets from like yeah I have some I, I do love those I love them too but when you were just talking I was just thinking like I liked I wore one I am sure but I like that could also be taken too far Far, you know like I ordered if, them last year on Amazon this is why I'm a hypocrite I'm like yes where your what would Jesus do right up but don't shame your head but <laughs> maybe sort of do Christmas but don't know <laughs> well it's just, I don't know that's why this is a good topic I think is it's a hard to navigate if you're trying to do it right you know we're probably overthinking it and we are for the sake of this podcast episode I don't but know, though because a lot of my friends have struggled with the Santa thing. And I think some have gone one extreme or another. Yeah. Because they're what you, well, I think because of what you said, mainly because of what you said, if I, um, if I make like whatever those Santa or Easter money, a big deal, when my kids are a certain age, are they then going to lose trust in me? If I, um, if they find out that it's not real. Yeah. I personally did not with my parents lose any trust. I was just kind of like, oh, game over. Like this stinks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, but it's also like 19 when I figured it out. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Cause the, the other end of that is like, okay, so let's say you decide you opt out of the Santa Claus thing. And then, you know, your kid grows up and clues in that all the other kids are doing this Santa thing. And then like, they're feeling like they're having FOMO because Santa doesn't come to their house or the Easter bunny doesn't come to their house. I don't know. Is that like, is that going to create some animosity in your child's eyes towards, towards you as a parent, because you didn't allow them to participate in 
the cultural thing and all the other kids, you know, like, yeah, but did you still do gifts or did you just like, Oh, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Well, I feel like, like it's not a who cares. Like, yeah, what who I don't know. Cares? It's just I like don't know. food for thought. Like, you know, I, we were somewhere the other day and someone offered Ruby a Gatorade and Ruby said, what's Gatorade. And I was, I felt like the proudest freaking parent in on the planet. But they looked at me like I was a lunatic. Like your kid doesn't know what Gatorade is. <laughs> I was so happy. Um, She's like, ever- does that have red five in it <laughs> or yellow, whatever. And if you've listened to our episode where I talked about junky water, junky water, and it's the food, ultimate junky water, you'll understand where I'm coming from. But I, um, so anyway, yes, like we're, we're, I'm saying that to say like, we're going to, we're probably going to mess our child up in some form or way. We're not perfect. We're just trying our best. So keep on trying but the best. irony of that though scenario is like, you're literally buying gifts, taking so much time to like love on your child to create these like fun little experiences. So if you can look at it from that lens of like, I don't know, it was all just supposed to be fun. There's this joy. There is such a um, miracle of the season, regardless if you do Santa or not. It's like this joy and this like, it's just so fun. Yeah. That, um, I don't know. I mean, gosh, it's a complex topic. And I think that's where it's like, okay, if you choose not to do it, cool. But like, maybe understand why other people do go hard on that yeah okay so now onto the topic of sex <laughs> let's apply Dad, that to sex mom, sign off. <laughs> oh okay so when I my friend that introduced me to Seth he's a lovely human I hope she's listening I hope she doesn't care that I'm sharing the story but um, she's a very strong Christian woman and I love her dearly. And um, I think I'm so thankful that she introduced me to Seth. But anyway, so Seth and I start dating and um, we, you know, after about a month and a half of dating, we had a sleepover. Let's just use the word sleepover. Um, and then, <laughs> and then about six months later, I moved in to his house and I had never lived with a boyfriend before. So that was like a big step for me. And we knew at that point, like that we were probably, that we were going to spend the rest of our life. We had every intention of being together forever at that point, but, but there was no engagement. He hadn't put a ring on it. And I decided to move in simply because Every week I would pack a bag and I was basically living there without living yeah. there. And it was annoying yeah. because I had to go home, do laundry, like get my house in order, my apartment in order, pack another bag, or he would do the same, you know? And so it just made sense for us to just live together and share like the rent or the mortgage or whatever, you know, it just, we were together all the time anyway. It just made sense. Anyway, we were, we had been having sleepovers for a long time. And I moved in and and she sent me a very sweet message that said, when I was thinking of moving in, like, I don't think you should do that. Like, I, I respect you, but I just don't think that you should 
what's the saying? Give the milk before you get the cow or cow before the milk, something like oh, that. Yeah. And and I for the horse. Um I forget what the saying is. But anyway, I I was like taken aback because I was like, well, first of all, I already gave him the milk. Like we've been having sleepovers for a long time here. And <laughs> um that's not gonna like I think she was basically saying, like, don't give him that, don't give him sex before you're engaged wasn't it wasn't this saying like why give him a cow when you can get the milk for free kind of yes that's what you're saying yes that's what I'm saying yeah so like and and I whatever and I moved in and like then we got engaged shortly after and and now we're have a beautiful family together and whatever is that the right Christian thing to do I don't know probably not probably not probably not I've had a lot of sleepovers before, before Seth. <laughs> and are there some that were totally inappropriate? Yes. Like, yes. But, but for the most part, my sleepovers were like, because I loved someone, you know, I don't know. I just, uh-huh. I struggle with that also. And and I think here's the thing. When you decide to draw the line, is different when the than when you the next person decides to draw them. Yeah. Does yeah. that make me a bad person? No, I don't think yes. so. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> I know you're joking, but also like for some people, yes, they may feel like that is just ridiculous. Like you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard because people have opinions on it and what you decide to do for you is not like you can't put that on other people right or what you think is is best for you for them sometimes you have to let people figure it out right you do have to let people figure it out you can't like control your friends right I also think there's a fine line between like had you asked that friend like what do you think about it like then you're opening up for opinions I think sometimes when people say those things and you haven't really asked them like that is probably why it's harder to hear because you're like wait hold on a minute and I hadn't asked her (laughs) at all and maybe she felt like maybe she felt like she she could lend her opinion because she had introduced us and yeah I'm not saying it was totally wrong of her I just and I'm fine like listen if walking on thin I'm happy to have a conversation with anyone about anything I love it actually like I would Mm -hmm. love to sit down and chat with you why you think I shouldn't go by another goat you know like let's chat like uh, um or whatever but I yeah I just I don't know we all have to, we, we, I've said it, I'm going to say it again. We, different people draw the line, different places. I think for her, that was such a hard no, like she couldn't even fathom why I would be doing something like that. Like it was just so against her religion, everything she believed in. Like that was just, no, like you just don't do that. Um, and and I'm I'm genuinely asking this question: Is there a a place in the Bible that says do not live with a man unless you're married? Well, I think there's like I don't know about that. I mean, I definitely have read like sex before. Because in the Old Testament, so, 
they had 95 wives. So I'm, I'm just, that's yeah, a, that I'm, that's stressful. a funny, I don't but I, um, but it, but is there a place in the Bible where it says you shouldn't live together before you're married? I, I don't know. Well, I, really- I mean, I don't know, like maybe that's implied or maybe that is something we, I don't, I mean, there is like what, like when you leave your father and mother and then join. So I, I don't know if it's all implied or if it says specifically like, because when like those verses, it makes me think you're living in one home, like, you know, in old times, like you're probably still with your parents who weren't like going to college or something. And then you leave that family and then join your new, your husband in that unit. Yeah. Um, I just think I think some of it was just a different time, you know. I think every I think a lot of it is up for interpretation. Such like, do we make a false idol out of Santa Claus? That's the interpretation that we have to decide. Yes, we do. No, we do not. Do we um are we making a false idol out of meditation or yoga or anything that you're grasping for? I think you said that so well. Like what we're grasping for are we clinging to that because we don't have an identity in something else and so that's where we're trying to find our identity I think you know mm-hmm. yeah um you're being quiet over there on the sex topic <laughs> well that's I, I wanted us to kind of I wanted us to kind of have something that maybe we didn't fully agree on like you know like I will say so I've been married for 16 years but if you don't want to talk about it it's okay and no but I will say like I probably felt on the camp of where your friend was yeah but I also got married when I was 23 yeah so like I wasn't a 30 year old or 35 year old that you know had like had a lot of adult life and experiences. I pretty much was like fresh out of college, gonna marry my husband. And so I think like, to me, things seemed more black and white. And we did wait until we um, got married to live together and stuff. And but like, that was like, what I just felt like was so normal. And maybe, and it was kind of normal in my friend group too. So I think, I don't know why, but that was just, kind of how a lot of my friends did it so it felt very normal yeah. um, uh, I don't remember like judging other friends that didn't do it that way I don't know that I felt that strongly I think sometimes like the guidelines that we follow or what people do is because like you want the very best for your people right like sure. so essentially if you're married it sets you up to feel like you're in more of a commitment than you were when you're like boyfriend and girlfriend you know like it's like you just want your friends to be happy and secure does that mean you'll never like get divorced or whatever no I mean it doesn't work like that and so I've had friends that got pregnant like I have a friend that got pregnant in high school that didn't that wasn't or sorry college that wasn't looking like awesome at the time. That was very hard. And she has gone on. Her kid is super successful. They are still married. Her and her like boy- boyfriend at the time, they got married. Yeah. I mean, it's like a beautiful story. 
Yeah. And it started out a little shaky and she would probably say that too. And they built this beautiful life together. So I feel like it's like easy now to look back and be like, oh my gosh, like you made it. Was that the easiest route that they took? No. Right. Like it wasn't the easy route, you know? And so I think sometimes it's like you put up guardrails so that you can probably have an easier go at like a start of your marriage or family. And sometimes you think that's why I thought that way. Like it wasn't best case scenario. Like I didn't want to be a mom before I was married. And so that's why I think that I made like strict, you know what I mean? Decisions for myself, but that's not to say I would want to put that on everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was that like, I needed to make sure I could handle Seth peeing on the bathroom floor before I committed to marriage to him, you know? (laughs) And you, and you did, and you loved it. And I did. And he still pees on the floor and I still love him so much. I can't even stand it. Like I just, it's just worth it to me to clean up that PM floor. It just is. But like that goes to, and, and, and other people will say like, I'm obsessed with the bachelor, you know? Yeah. Favorite show. And I feel like nine times or 10 times out of 10, like when people um get off that show, it's like, they just met each other. They need to experience each other. They need to like, and most of them have, it's like, I feel like our, I don't know why I brought up about you. I think that's just like a snippet of like our culture. It's like, it's very normal for people to want to like do those life experiences to live, to get to whatever, so that they know um, what to expect. I, I understand that point of view. I think like mine was just a completely different scenario. And that was not what my mindset was when I was getting married, but I understand it. Yeah. I, but what you're saying is so key. It's it. And that's why we're chatting about it today. Like it is all mindset based. It is mindset based. Like, and at the end of the day, like our minds are powerful. Like we can, we can tell ourselves, I don't know. We can tell ourselves like that this is okay, but this is not. We can convince ourselves of things. We don't have all the answers. We don't know. These are all questions that we can ask when we when we get upstairs. Like, should we have done this? Should we not? Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not black and white. I think we're all trying to do our best. We're all trying to support our friends and our family the best, making sure our children are doing the right things our friends are doing the right like we all just want the best for each other and ourselves at the end of the day yeah and along the way we might make some silly choices and we're not going to do it right or perfectly and I like what you said like being willing to have the conversation so even if you're doing something that's different than the next person or some one of your best friends if you're able to have a normal conversation and not be defensive and be able to explain your choices that to me shows that you've found a lot of confidence in your, in your choice and decision. So, um, I think that that's probably a good place to land, to know that no matter what, this is how I feel. I feel confident in this. I feel good about this choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the things that we've talked about are like more complex than others for sure. 
um, I guess as a mom now, I think about my kids, like, would I like them to be fully secure before they go into like talking about a marriage situation? Yeah. You know, I don't want them to get hurt. I want them to right. be happy, you know? And so I think from that point of view, it's easier for me to be like, maybe have stronger opinions, but, um, I think at the end of the day, I, I just want to like, think about, is this something that somebody told me to think, or is this something that I've like landed on because I've wrestled with it or my intuition or whatever, like whatever you want to call it, like the Holy spirit, whatever, like have, do I have peace on that decision? Um, yeah. And am I okay with it? Even though you might feel differently. Yeah. I think that's a good place to land on it. Sure. Um, I feel like I talked in circles, but, um, you know, no, I think it was, I think that's good. And if you listeners have any strong opinions, like let us know your thoughts and we are happy to have conversations about this. But don't tell me to stop doing hot yoga because it feels so good. <laughs> I'm still going to be walking around grasping for that bag of money. It's out there somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to find it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, okay. Okay. Well, more to come. Maybe we have like a, I don't know. I'm sure there's a million other things we could talk about, but yeah, I guess we'll stop there. Yeah. That, I think that's good for today. Okay. Toodaloo. Happy. Um, is this the last week of July? Enjoy the last week of July. I think that's, ah. what, I think that's what we're in here. So, um, also keep practicing your let them for the month. I think again, we keep hearing feedback that that was a really good episode. I'm glad you guys love that. I hope you're practicing it. Um, and we'll come up, we'll have a new challenge for August, um, soon. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.